we are here actually in the fourth week of our series entitled Miracle, and it's actually a privilege for me to speak here today. Pastor Ado is actually um, out of town. He is actually doing the work of the Lord in the provincial church, so he's actually accompanying some of our um, students in the School of World Missions um, to, you know, merong yatang church visits that's happening. So let's pray for Pastor Ado. Okay, bayon. So let's continue to pray for him. And if maalala nyo din yung mga pastors natin, not just here at even the provincial church, please pray for them as well. Alright, so as we continue to worship God through the Word, I would like to ask everyone if you could all please stand up. And let's open our Bibles to John 6, verses 1 to 15. And if you don't have your Bibles with you, there's a big screen at the back. So we could start reading as well. So let's read this. So after this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a large crowd was following him. Because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, uh, the, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up, lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that this people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are, we, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. And verse 15, Perceiving then that they were about to come to take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Let's just pray. Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, I pray, God, that you would enlighten us. Lord, I know, God, that you are going to exceed our expectations today. Lord, you are what we need, Lord God. You're everything that we need, Lord. And I pray, God, that as we study this word, help us, God, to be enlightened, a revelation of you. In this we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may all be seated. All right. So, like what I have said, we are in the pang-ilana, pang-apat. Uh, pang-apat na uh, uh, installment ng ating uh, series entitled Miracles. Let him be known. And nandito na tayo ngayon sa setting wherein Jesus were actually being followed by the large crowd. Um, yung setting, it's in the sea, in the great sea of Galilee. At tinatawag din siyang parang part siya ng ano, Sea of Tiberias. And because 
people have heard probably um, yung mga miracles na Jesus, yung mga th- uh, things na ginagawa na Jesus, they're actually following Him. And makikita nga natin in the verse 2, sabi doon, a large crowd was following Him because they saw the signs that He was doing. You know, alam naman natin when the Siguro madaming mga ano no marites, 'di ba? Nalaman nila na maraming nagaano, maraming ginagawa si Jesus. So, it scattered over uh, not just in Galilee but across the other cities and a large crowd is following him. But my question is, ano kaya yung ina-expect nila? What are they expecting? And in the past few weeks na na na, 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 na nabasa natin yung John, nakita naman natin kung ano yung ginawa ni God, 'di ba? Ano yung ginawa ni Jesus? Probably, meron tatlong reasons actually why people follow Jesus. One, it could be that they have witnessed Jesus' miraculous work. Remember in the first week, we talked about Jesus turning water into wine. Diba? Sa isang kasalan. Diba? Uh, and during that time, people were amazed. And they were marveled by the, by the works of the Lord by providing for the feast during that wedding. And we also have heard, and probably they have also heard, that they have received, you know, they, the, there, there were people who received healing during that time. Merong mga pinagaling si Jesus. And in the past two weeks, nakita, narinig natin how Jesus healed the official son. And last week nga, di ba, na, na, narinig din natin that there was an invalid that uh, Jesus healed as well. So probably, they have also thought, gusto ko din gumaling. Kaya sino kaya itong nagpapagaling na to? So though they, saw, they saw it and they think that maybe I could also receive that healing. So that's why they're following Him. And probably they want, yung iba, mga wala naman ang kailangan kay Lord, okay naman ang buhay ko, pero medyo nako-curious ako. Sino kaya tong mamang ito? Sino ba itong taong ito na gumagawa ng miracles? So gusto ko lang makibalita. Sino dito parang ganun kayo? Yung gusto niyo lang makibalita, di ba? Kaya kayo nasa social media, nasa Facebook kayo, scroll lang kayo ng scroll kasi you want to ano, keep up on what's happening. And maybe you are expecting something. What's gonna be the next? You know, for the, for the Jews during that time, they have been waiting for a Messiah. They have been waiting for a king, a savior. And because Jesus were actually giving the signs, they are actually trying to see, ito kaya yun? Ito kaya yung sinasabi sa scripture? Ito kaya siya? So they are actually trying to figure out for themselves, ano yung susunod na gagawin ni Jesus? My question for us this morning is ito. How about us? What are we expecting God to do today? Are we expectant of God, of what God will do to us this morning? Meron ba kayong mga expectations kay God? Meron ba kayong hinihiling kay God? Sino dito may nagpipray kayo, nag-ask kayo ng something from the Lord? Maybe provision, meron ba? Ayan, healing, right? We could ask so many things from the Lord. Is it healing? Is it reconciliation? Is it, pro- uh, is it provision? I'm telling you, it's already done. It's already yes and amen in Jesus. Alam natin yan. And as a follower of Christ, we are all called to believe that He will do more. 
Hindi lang siya yung magpo-provide, but He will do more. In fact, a deeper question for us would be, bakit natin fina-follow si Jesus? Why are we following Jesus in the first place? Are we following Him because of what we could get from Him? Or are we following Him because we have seen the real Christ? Nakita na ba natin kung sino si Jesus for who He is? And God has proven in the passage and in the past weeks and probably sa buhay nyo, alam natin that Jesus is more than what we expect of Him to be. Actually, Jesus is greater than any need we have. And that's what I would like to tell all of us this morning. That Jesus is greater. Napakalaki ng Diyos. Napakahigit pa siya. Na, uh, sabi ko, eto nga, Tagalog, mas higit na malaki ang ating Panginoon kumpara sa ating mga pangangailangan. At nakita natin yon. And let me just walk you through that. In John 6, 5 to 7, eto yung si Jesus. He lifted his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, anong sabi niyo doon? Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said to test him. He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. My question again is, how do we respond in times of real need or real challenges? If there, are, if there is a great need, how do we respond? Nakita natin dito na si Philip was actually being tested by God. Tinest lang siya ni Jesus. Tinetest siya ni Jesus to see how, ano kaya yung response mo pagdating ng mga ganitong challenge. Sinubukan ni Jesus si Philip kung paano siya tutugon sa malaking pangangailangan na meron sila. But look at what Philip's reaction is. Ano yung reaction ni Philip? Sabi niya doon, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Sino sa atin dito parang ganun tayo mag-response minsan? Mag-response sa, sa pangangailangan natin. We know naman that God is a way maker. He is a miracle worker. He's a prom- Kumantay, no? He's the provider. Diba? Kinakanta natin. Pero pag dumating na yung challenge, how do we respond to it? Si Philip, when he got tested, ang response niya is, this would not be enough. The two denarii na meron ako, or meron tayo, it's, it's not enough. Ang ginawa niya, nag-start na siyang mag-compute. Teka, two denarii, ilang bread to. Tapos, looking at the crowd, in-estimate niya, nako, hindi kakasya. Malaking problema. Diba? Yan yung, uh, ayan yung reaction ni Philip. Sino sa inyo mahilig kayong mag-compute? You look at your bank accounts. Diba? Kakasya ba tong 300 ko? Para kay Julie, ay kay ano, kay Judy, ano, kay, kay Judith. Diba? Julie tuloy. Si Julie andito, diba? Para kay Judith. Kasi Judith na. Judith na. Kakasya pa ba? How many among us here look at our bank accounts and see, Lord, we want to obey you, pero... Look at the bank account, may bank account, parang magkukulang ako. Kaya hindi muna ako mag-church, mag-online muna ako. Kasi sayang, pamasahe din yun. Alright? Minsan may ganun tayo, di ba? You know, just like Philip, many of us strive 
try to solve our problem on our own. We try to resort to mathematics, to logic, to science. And at the end of the day, parang nababax na tayo. Because, you know, things doesn't seem to add up. We look at our own bank accounts and we start to, say, to think, paano kaya magkakasya? And anong gagawin natin? Dahil hindi magkasya, pupunta muna tayo kay friend. Meron ka ba dyan? Pajikash muna. Next week ko na lang ipapasa. Babalik sa'yo. So what we're trying to do, kasi meron kang commitment sa isa, pera, mami, pera muna ha. Pa, kasi kailangan kong bayaran to. Tapos pag naniningil na si mami, kuya, Pahiram naman kasi babayaran ko si mami. ba? Anong nangyayari sa'yo? Tagapagpasa ka lang ng ano. Pinapasa mo lang yung, ano, yung resources. Kasi you want to put a band-aid solution of everything. And when everything seems so overwhelming, parang sasabog na at you'll become more desperate. And that's the time that you would come to God and ask. Minsan ganun tayo. Minsan ganun ako. Our responses exposes our faith and unbelief. It also exposes how we trust what we see instead of what God sees. And sa, sa picture na to, pinakita lang ni God. Remember si Philip, he's one of those close uh, friends or disciples ni Jesus. He knew exactly what Jesus is capable of. He had seen probably how people got healed before his eyes. And yet, when God presented him a, a challenge to test him, the reaction is, this is not enough. Is this, is, how, is this how we see God as our provider? You know, solution here is this, to answer the question on how we should respond. If only we could look to God, and if only we could, uh, we could see Him for who He is, and to not lose sight of who God is, you know, God actually presents us not just a challenge, but an opportunity. You know, every challenge is actually an opportunity to come to Him. And we could learn on how we could respond in faith in times of the challenges and in times of great need. Every problem actually is an opportunity for us to see God's war working miracle and God's wonder and God's power. In fact, the Bible gave us a clue already, a hint. Sabi niya doon in verse, ano, in verse uh, 6, He said this, for He Himself knew what He would do. Binigay na sa atin ang Bible yung hint. Alam na ni Jesus what He would do in our situation. Binigay na sa atin ang Bible na alam na ng Panginoon kung ano yung mangyayari. Pero ginagawa niya lang sometimes to expose us what kind of faith meron tayo. You know, when we confess that Jesus is our provider, somehow, gusto niyang makita sa atin on how we would respond. And how we would respond in times of great need, in times of, you know, tong mga pangangailangan na to. Jesus knew already what to do with our situation. He himself knew what he would do. And hopefully, this would be our assurance. That in times of need, alam natin to, that He is our provider, but He, in times of challenges, He is, He knew what He would do. Probably here, marami sa atin na overwhelmed. 
by the by a ano, lot of challenges you know yung, you're trying to uh, what do you call this provide solution to everything parang iniisip mo um, gagawin ko to hindi kaya pa double job you know magaano ako magtatrabaho ako sa umaga tapos mag mag VVA ako sa gabi alam mo yon merong mga ganun eh sino yon may mga side side hustles kayo yung parang sa umaga may, may main job ka pero meron ka pang extra na trabaho sa gabi because you think that you could provide for your family. You know, if oh, I'm not saying na masama yun eh. I'm not saying na hindi natin, I'm not saying na dinidiscourage natin. But what I'm trying to say is this, if only we would come to God first and ask Him, He would know what to do in our situation. In fact, I would like to pray for you today. Maybe you are overwhelmed by the troubles and the challenges that you, you are facing today. I would like to, you know, pray with you, stand with you in prayer, and ask, ask natin sa Lord, pumunta tayo sa Kanya. If only Philip could have responded, Lord, what do you think? What do I need to do? He could have received an instruction from the Lord. But the question that we would like to ask today as again is that if we trust now that Jesus knows what to do, then what would be our next question? Alam naman natin dito, di ba, na si Jesus yung tinatrust natin for everything. But the question is, what, what, how can we know what to do? Again, my question today is, what do we have that God can use for His glory? And looking at the passage, nagbigay ng hint si Lord. One of His disciples, Andrew, Dito si Pastor Andrew, though Andrew Philip yung kanyang pangalan, Simon's Peter brother said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Andrew bought, uh, he brought a boy, he bought a boy uh, with five barley loaves. May, ma, may tinapay siyang dalat, dalawang fish. And probably si Andrew, he searched everywhere. Uh, pero hindi ko rin alam bakit. Marami naman sigurong may baon doon, ano? Pero God used a boy to, you know, deliver uh, the five loaves and two fish. But what, one thing that I realized from this passage is that God uses the least among us to work His miracles sometimes. You know, He could have used a mom na nag-prepare. Diba? Marami namang mga nanay doon siguro. He could have used uh, yung mayayaman to provide for something, probably meron eh. Pero why did God use a boy? God could have, God could have used a rich, a rich person, but, but not. But we could learn something from the boy. God does not look at our capacity and capability. God is only looking for what we have, what we could give and what we could offer. Only a heart that is willing to be used is somehow uh, mas yun yung, ginag, yun yung uh, mas pleasing na kina, kina, kinalulugdan ni God na nalulugod siya doon sa kahit na, alam mo yun, kahit na walang-wala ka, but you have only this thing, mas please si God doon sa mga bagay na yun. God can use whatever little we have and God does not look at our own strength. And sometimes He uses our limitations to exceed our expectation of Him. Imagine this, even the five loaves, sabi nga ni Andrew, five, lo uh, five loaves and two fish would not be enough. 
kahit na mada, kahit na ano lang yun, di ba? Lima. Pero 5,000 yung tao na nandun. But, you know, Jesus, again, had a solution in mind. So what did Jesus do? Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. You know, kwento ko lang ng maikli, no? Um, during our staff convergency, Bishop Manny um, told us about this, uh, 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 what do you call this? Parang meron silang, merong initiative, back in 1990, I guess, when Mount Pinatubo uh, erupted. Meron sila with Pastor June Escosar and sabi nila, meron, meron, meron silang kasama. Kasama nila si Pastor June Escosar and some volunteers. Meron silang tinatawag na parang ano, jeep lang yung dala nila. Na pangalan daw ng jeep is Bida. Kasi bidang bida daw dahil bida, tal, bida yung nakalagay sa harapan. So they went to, to uh, the, the area, siguro sa Mount Pinatubo, and they see that there's a lot of people na nangangailangan ng tulong. But what they've just uh, brought was just 300 pieces of relief goods. And com- looking at the resources that they have, 300 compared to many, nako, mauubos tayo. So, somehow, parang, di ba, hesitant kang dumugin kasi yung d- dala mo kulang. Pero, Sinabi nila, sige, gawin na lang natin, ipamigay na lang natin kung anong meron tayo, tapos kung saan umabot, mag-sorry na lang tayo. Sabi natin, babalik na lang tayo. So, so they did this, and miraculously, what happened was, hindi nila namamalayan, they're just giving the, the relief goods one by one, hanggang sa umabot na sa dulo, nabigyan ng lahat, wala ubus yung pila, pero lahat nabigyan. And I believe that's how God works miraculously when you just have this, in, uh, this heart to, you know, work on something na meron ka. And kinukwento nga ni Pastor Richie kahapon when we were talking about this. There was this uh, person in uh, Zamboanga during the siege, right, Pastor Richie? Na because there's a siege, there's a really a scarcity of, you know, food doon sa area na yon. And then, there was this one man, hindi ko nakilala, hindi napakilala sa akin ni Pastor Richie, pero baka mamaya, ikukwento niya to sa 11 o'clock, the full story will be there. But, pero ang, ang gist ng story is that, this guy, you know, barely have nothing, pero he could just produce, you know, a, parang small time lang na, ano, na, na businessman siya. But, there was a great need, I think, to provide 10,000 pa- food packs during that time. So what he did is he just, you know, uh, believed God, sige Lord, gagawin natin to. Pero miraculously, he called in some people to help him and they were able to, what, provide for 10,000 people during the siege with just, you know, barely the resources na meron siya. And continuing with the story, na ulit, kasi nag, ang, ganda, ang sarap daw nung, ano, nung food, ang ganda ng service. So, after that, yung 10,000 naging 30,000. And according to to to, the, to to that, talagang nag-prosper yung ano, yung yung business. And how many among you believe that this is not actually a work of of man? This is actually the miraculous work of God that he could do things and he could turn over things that seemingly impossible to become the reality. 
hindi lang possibility, but it's the reality. And if we believe and if we respond right with whatever we have, you know, God could use that to bless other people. Imagine, during the time of siege, God could still provide. And again, if Jesus, sabi nga, sa, sa going back, Jesus, in verse 10, Jesus said, have the, have, the, have the people sit down, and nung binilang nila to, how many were there? 5,000 men. And if you would look at it, lalaki lang yan. When they look at the, the count, they would just only consider yung mga men, mga leader, leader of the house. But those men have wives. May mga babae doon at may mga bata. So, imagine that. So, 5,000 men lang yun. It could be more, but it was not explicitly said here. But, you know, sabi din doon, 5,000 men. Uh, 5,000. 5, uh, so, the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. But what I'm trying to say is this. If God was able to provide for 5,000, He could actually provide for you. Don't be just one of those face in the crowd. Jesus is actually mindful of everyone's need. If Jesus was able to, 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 to feed the 5,000, He is also looking at your situation right now and He is actually thinking about you. He is actually trying to... to I know, um, uh, hindi, hindi trying eh. He is actually cognizant of the fact. Alam niya kung ano yung pinagdadaanan mo. You know, ito yung picture. Di ba? Parang yung picture ng uh, binibigyan mo yung 5,000, sobrang dami nun, di ba? Pero minsan tayo, iniisip natin, ako kaya, concern kaya si God sa, sa, sa pangapangailangan ko. Kung tinigun ni Jesus yung pangangailangan ng 5,000, I'm sure tutugunin niya yung pangangailangan natin. Because God knows us personally. But the question is, do we know Him personally? Or we're just one of those crowd looking, hindi para sa kanila yun. Para sa, sa, sa masa yun, hindi naman ako ganun. If Jesus met the need of the 5,000, He can also meet yours. If be, before the miracle was just heard, naririnig lang nila, nakikita lang nila, during that time, it was experienced. Kasi nakareceive ako ng, ng, ano, ng tinapay. Kasi nakareceive ako ng isda. Ganun siguro yung feeling nila. But the question is, if He knows us personally, how can we recognize and experience what is He doing in our midst? You know, Jesus showed us how He could work in us and through us. You know, in the passage in John 6, 11, sabi doon, Jesus then took the loaves, and when He had given thanks, He distributed them to those who were seated. First, Jesus then took the loaves. Alam naman natin that God is our provider. But the reason why God is our provider, because He owns everything in this world. Lahat ng meron tayo, ang owner niyan, ultimately, si God. Naniniwala ba kayo doon? And if kung owner si God ng, ng lahat, ibig sabihin, He has the right to take everything from us. Look at this. The boy actually did not offer. Right? 
Anong sinabi doon? Jesus then took the loaves. Kinuha. Grabe naman si Jesus. Nangaagaw. Parang isipin siguro nung, nung, ano, nung batang may baon. Bakit ako yung kinuhaan mo? Eh, siya nga. May seven loaves. May ten loaves yan. Maras. Pero sa akin, five loaves lang. Pero kukunin mo pa. How many among us parang ganun tayo kay God? Lord, eto na nga lang meron ako. Kukunin mo pa. Again, hindi kailangan magpaalam ni God sa atin. Minsan, nagtatampo tayo pag kinukuhaan tayo ni God. Diba? Naisip, na ba, naisip ba natin yon? But we need to recognize that God is not just a provider. He is the owner of everything and He has the right to take something from us. And when He takes something from us, it is not because He is punishing us, it's not because He wants to withhold something, it is not because, ah, hindi kasi masama kang tao, kaya kukunin ko yan. No. But because with the little, with the little that we have, He wants to use it to bring about His provision for many. You know, wag tayong matakot kapag kinukuhaan tayo ni God ng something. Maybe that miracle is not for us. Maybe that miracle is for someone else. And if we know that God could use whatever we have so that He could bless the others, sana ang position natin, let it be so, Lord, so that people could be blessed through what little we I have. Alam naman natin to gusto natin mag-offer kay God, right? We want to love the Lord and we want to give Him everything. Pero minsan, Lord, bibigay ko na to. Wag lang ito. Pwede bang ito? Nakatabi na kasi ito eh. Pangbayad ko na ito eh. Pangbayad ko na ito sa tuition eh. Ay, pang, ano to? pang amilyar na ito eh. Wag na to, Lord. Ito na lang. Okay lang ba? But sometimes, God takes something from us so that others could be blessed with what little we could give. Another thing that, you know, Jesus showed here is that He had given thanks. Sometimes we do not recognize what, what, how, how, how big our God is because we are not actually, you know, recognizing the fact that everything that we receive is from Him. You know, Jesus gave thanks it teaches us, tinuturoan niya tayo, that everything that we receive comes from above and that the posture of gratitude, yung posture natin ng pagpapasalamat sa Kanya, points us to see Him differently. Na hindi siya yung genie. Dapat lang, Lord, binigyan mo ko kasi nagsisimba ako eh. Kasi anak, sino yung parang ganun? Yung position natin parang, anak ako ng Diyos, so dapat binibigyan mo ako. My prayer is this, that in everything that we receive, ang posture natin is to give thanks to the Lord. When we are being thankful, we're not actually missing on the miracle of God because we, ca- we recognize how God provides. You know, even in little things. The fact na nagising ka ngayong umaga, the fact that huminga ka ngayon, it's actually a blessing for the Lord, uh, from the Lord. The fact that you were able to see your family, the fact that you are, you know, you, you were able to dress up, you were able to eat. You know, sometimes we're taking those things for granted. But God is showing us that, you know, when we are, we have a thankful heart, it 
somehow directs our heart from the material thing to the one who provides because we have that position of gratitude. Third, Jesus distributed them to those who were seated. The bread also showed that, that his heart is for everyone and the blessings flow through him and we are to pass it on to others. You know how God distributed it? Probably God used the 12 disciples, diba? O ito ay pasa nyo. Siguro ginawa niya, sit them in groups para mas maayos yung pagbabigay, para hindi magulo. The, the people knew that it was not just a snack na pwedeng pag umalis, tatayo na. No. They, have it, they have them prepared to, sit, to settle down because God is to do something more even. Na hindi lang ito yung parang snack na binabato at pinapasa. I, say, I believe that God wants to perform something great during that time, something big. That He, when He distributed it, sabi doon, no? when they had eaten their fill, He told His disciples to gather up. Ibig sabihin, kailangan niya ng katulong to distribute it. One thing that I would like to highlight is this, that Jesus uses people to be part of how he would distribute and how he would, you know, uh, give the, the provision that, you know, that he, that he has for the, for the people. And hopefully, we could participate in God's miracle. Another thing here that I would like to highlight is that yung konting bagay na meron sila, they, sabi doon, no, so also the fish, as much as they wanted and they have their, their fill. Ibig sabihin lang nito na hindi lang, pag nagbigay si God, hindi lang siya magbibigay ng sakto lang. He is actually giving more than we can expect of Him. Isipin nyo, look at this. When they gathered, ilan? Ilan yung natira? Ilan yung sumobra? They were able to gather 12 they were able to gather 12 baskets. Grabe, sumobra pa 12 baskets of ano of leftovers. So ibig sabihin madami, madaming mag-provide si God. Ano gusto ko lang i-highlight yung story ng isang usher, uh, isang volunteer natin, volunteer usher natin. Um, si Kuya Alan and si Ate Ella, they're serving in our 5 p.m. service for the longest time. You know, they have this business, but during this pandemic, of course, alam natin na nawala yung business nila. Long story short, they don't know what to do. Wala talaga sila eh. Uh, hindi, walang supplier, walang mga, uh, walang kita. Pero, sabi ni Kuya Alan, instead na magmukmuk tayo, let's just go to God. So, makikita mo si Kuya Alan tsaka si Ate Ella, they, will be, they are always here every week. Even during the pandemic, serving the Lord and ushering. Actually, nauuna pa yan eh. Mas nauuna pa yan sa, sa amin. Nakakahiya. Tinanong ko, Kuya, bakit ganito? Bakit, bakit lagi kayong nag, na, nandito? Wala ba kayong, eh, wala naman tayong magagawa sa, ano eh, sa, sa problema eh. Nandyan lang naman yan eh. So, I just resolved na, sige lang, Lord. I will just be here and, you know, use whatever we have. And dami nilang give up. I, I don't want to tell the, the, the uh, long story, but there are so many sacrifices. But one thing that he is thankful is that, sinabi niya, bro, alam mo ba, kahit na during the three years, nagugulat kami paano mag-provide si God. Hindi kami sumala. Nakakabayad kami ng ano, bills namin. Kuya, paano? 
Nangungutang ba kayo? Hindi, hindi ako mangungutang. Sabi niya, pero alam ko lang, may mga ganun, may family silang tutulong sa kanila, pero no, nagugulat din yung family, nung family nila na paano kayo nakaka-survive? You know, nagkaroon ng revelation sa kanya tong passage na to. Sabi niya, when Jesus fed the 5,000, na-experience niya rin sa sarili niya, paano mag, mag, ano, mag, magbigay si Jesus. Ng, and that's the, exact, that's the exact story, yung quote na binigay niya. Long before this topic has been ano, given, sinabi niya, yung story ng 5,000, nakita ko yan sa buhay ko. You know, yung buhay nila, hindi, hindi, I'm not saying that they're perfect. There are also a lot of challenges na pinagdaanan sila. Pero one thing that's evident during their time is that God exceeded their expectation. When everything seems na, ano na, tapatapos na, wala na, God provides for them. And that's how good and that's how great our God is. You know, when people saw the sign that He had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is come to the world. You know, the provision of God actually has a purpose. Jesus' miracles on feeding the 5,000 is actually a hallmark for the Jews to know that He is indeed the Messiah, the Savior, but still, they missed it. You know, alam nila na prophet siya. Nakita na nila, sinabi nila, oh, na na-experience nila, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. And then sabi niya, perceiving then that they're about to come to take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew himself, or withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Bakit kaya? Ganun yung reaction ni God. The Jews missed this opportunity. But why did Jesus allow this to happen? Maybe Jesus have something else in mind. Maybe this is not the way how He wanted Himself to be revealed. You know, the Passover is actually the most celebrated occasion during that time. Parang Christmas yan sa atin. You know, the Passover gives them the reminder of how Israel was saved from Egypt to the Promised Land. And they're celebrating the, 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 how God delivered, delivered them from slavery, how God provided for them, so no, they know. And they also know that there will come a time again that the Messiah will come, there, the, come on earth to save them, so they're looking forward. But sadly to say, nung nakita nila miracle ni God, they're celebrating the Passover, and yet, somehow, meron pa rin silang challenges, bumalik sila sa uh, what do you call this, uh, may mga problem pa rin sila. During that time, when this, this uh, what occasion, or just during this instance, the, the Jews or the, 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 people, the people there were actually under the Roman Empire. Yung kala nila free na sila. Pero merong other, ano, what do you call this, uh, nation na sumakop sila sa kanila during that time. So they were looking for something that will save them from the, you know, from the political uh, crisis that they're experiencing. So when they see that this is the prophet, they would like to take him by force. And since they're probably 5,000 sila, massive yan, maraming follower, they could actually overthrow the Roman Empire and install him as a king. Pwede. It could have been. But why did Jesus withdrew himself? Sometimes, meron tayong view of who Jesus is in our lives. 
Minsan iniisip natin, Jesus, save mo ko. Jesus, tulungan mo ko. Savior ka, di ba? Tulungan mo ko. Sometimes, gawin, ang ginagawa natin kay God, we're asking Him to help us the way we wanted Him to help us. But Jesus have actually another plan in mind. The Jews during that time had a different kind of king in mind. Perhaps since Jesus is well-known already and He performed the miracle, they are thinking that Jesus is the solution to their political, socio-economic problem. But Jesus, of course, Jesus heals, Jesus provides, but is that it? No, it's not. That's not how Jesus wants to reveal Himself. In fact, Jesus withdrew, and nung, kung titignan mo yung story, nung nag-withdraw siya, pumunta siya sa other side of the boat. Other side of the, uh, well, he did not jump, he did, he did not enter into a boat, but he did, uh, he did go to the another part of the, of the, what do you call this, side of the sea. But surprisingly, still, people followed him there on the other side. And look at this, in John 6.25, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And then Jesus said, and this is, you know, the, 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 the big part, the, the good part. Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill with the loaves. Do not work for the food that per- perishes, but for the food that endures eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on Him, God the Father has set the seal. You know, God's generosity speaks of His heart to save everyone. But somehow, we miss it. You know, the provision that God is giving us is just, is not the it. It's, the, it's just a means to an end. You know, sinabi niya doon in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. You know, Jesus is actually more than just filling our legitimate needs. He is actually all that we need. He is able to turn the not enough to more than enough because He is our provider. But He provided the bread and the fish during that time. But sinabi niya, hindi lang yan yung gusto kong maalala nyo. He is our provider but much more. And ultimately, He is actually the bread of life. This is, this is the thing that they've missed. Na si Jesus, hindi lang siya magbibigay ng provision mo, but He wants actually for you to see that I can do more than what you're asking me. You know, sinabi niya doon, I am the bread of life. Hindi lang siya focus on what you will get financially. He's not just focused on what you will receive physically, but He's actually focused on what He could give you for the rest of your life. God is not just concerned about your healing, God is not just concerned about your provision. He's actually concerned about your sustenance for the rest of your life. Kaya nga sabi niya doon, whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. You know, three times sinabi ni Jesus that I am the bread of life during that time. One in verse 35, another in verse 48, and then another in verse 51 when he said, I am the living bread that that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the, I will give for the life of the world is my, is my flesh. Jesus 
is our bread eternal. You know, the provision that we would like to ask from the Lord is already given to us. Yes and amen, God will provide. But God wants to give you so much more. You know, the Jews did not get it during this time. Akala nila siya na yung solution sa problema nila politically. Akala nila sila na yung solution sa problema nila socioeconomically. Pero God had another plan in mind. He wants not just to provide, but He wants to give you what you need, and that's the salvation. Saving ourselves from, the, from, from our sins, from the things that causing us to be crippled, from the things that causing us to be troubled, to be, you know, to be damaged and all. Lahat yan. Kaya naman natin kailangan ng, ng, ng tutulong sa atin because we're in a mess. But God in His love, give Himself. He did not just distribute the bread, tapos-tapos na. He actually offered Himself to become the bread of life. And that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have an eternal life. And probably to all of us today, we have been hearing this story already all over and over again. But one thing that I would like to say to, to us today is that who is God in our life? Sino talaga si Jesus sa buhay natin? Is He just like a genie that we could go to pag meron tayong problem? Or He is the master that rules over our life? You know, only a believing heart that is yielded and that is willingly obeying Him, fully surrendered to Him, could actually experience the life eternal. And He is offering that. Actually, He offered it when He gave Himself up on the cross. When He willingly surrendered this life for our sins. And today is actually a communion Sunday. We're going to remember the Lord on what He has done. That He is the bread of life. That He is more than what we need. Maybe you have something, you have a need that you'd like Jesus to meet. You know, come to Him. And as we remember Him today, His sacrifice, we will remember that the bread that we're going to take today and the cup that we're going to drink today is actually a remembrance of the kind of life and the kind of power that He offered to all of us. And now what's what I'm offering to all of us today? That as we receive the communion, we're going to ask the music team, we're going to worship the Lord a bit. And then after that, we're going to proceed with the communion as a remembrance of how God distributed His love for us when He died on the cross, meeting every need, not just our physical need, but even more, but ultimately, the bread of life. Why don't we all stand up as I, as I pray? Lord Jesus, the, five, the feeding of the 5,000 God is a reminder for all of us of your miracle of your love for us. But Lord, thank you because you did not just allow us to stop from that story, but you allowed us to see what kind of God you are. Lord, my prayer is that as we remember you today, as we take the bread and drink the cup, Lord, we are remembering what you've done. Ultimately, your sacrifice on the cross that paved the way, God, for our salvation. God, we would like to remember and we would like to honor you today in Jesus' name.
Amen. Let's worship God.